right, everybody. Good morning. Let's get this thing started. So we are talking about building a daily routine. We talked about making a chart that allows you to know what you're doing today. But it also gives you those small victories that you can chase after every day. Yeah. I'm going to flip the script just a little bit on this, on my daily book. Because just as there's a start to the day, there's also an end of the day. And this end of the day is just as important as the start of the day. You go back and gauge how your day went. And the first thing I do is put down the weather. Because the weather affects sales more than most of us realize. You cannot compare a year-to-year, day-to-day without knowing the conditions. So the very first thing I start my end-of-the-day report to myself is, and that's what it is, it's a report to myself so I can improve my performance. The first thing I do is write down the weather. And I don't do it just for that moment, but I do it for the entire day. Yesterday's a good example. It started out sun shining, temperatures up to the 70s to start the day. And by the end of the day, it was cloudy and cooled off. Now, why do I track the weather? Well, the weather affects our buyers. Anytime there is a change especially a drastic change in the weather, it normally takes up to 72 hours for people to get back into a buying mode. Now, exceptions to that. We all know it's going to rain rain in the spring. We all know that it's going to get cold in the winter. And so our bodies are prepared for that. But say the weather has been in the 90s or near hundreds, and two weeks later the weather is down in the 30s and the 40s. People's minds go into a survival mode. Even Even though we have all the modern conveniences in the world where that is not going to hurt us. That survival mode changes how people act. Their brains have on their mind that I've got to make sure I don't get cold. I'm afraid my body is going to get cold. My mind won't work. Automatic, normal reactions. They don't have to think about them. They don't have to go back and evaluate them. They don't have to do anything. Their brain goes into that survival mode. Now, we've talked about this before, is that as the brain processes, it actually burns calories. 
it's just like a computer does not work unless it's got electricity. Whether it's a battery or whether it's plugged into the wall, it's got to have that power. And when it redirects how much processing it has to do, it shuts out those things that are not necessary. Now, does that mean people will not buy when they're in the survival mode? No. Does not does not create a wall that you can't get through. Does not create a barrier that you can't get over or around. But you've got to know that that barrier is there when, when the weather changes. You've got to be prepared to provide comfort in your storytelling at that point. You've got to be prepared to allow the brain to follow along with you. So how do you do that? Well, first, you slow down how fast you talk. Because, you know, the faster you talk, the harder the brain has to work to keep up. And I know some of you are from New Jersey and New York and up in that direction, and talking fast is a normal way of life. I'm not talking about slowing it down to the point of one word every three seconds, but just step it back a notch. That way, that way your buyer's brain burns less energy. Remember, you're working around that survival mode. Next thing you do is you limit how fast you introduce new ideas into the conversation. If you get into one of those firing a feature mentality going and you're just checking off a list of what the features are of what you're trying to sell, their brain is going to go into survival mode. It's going to shut down and lock you out. That's kind of like putting the password in too many times and it says you are locked out of the system. That's exactly what will happen with your buyers if you get into that machine gun type mentality with features or you get into a rapid release of information. You have to slow it down. You have to think of a gauge on that person's forehead and how much energy their brain is using at the moment. Next thing you've got to do is you have to take more breaks in the conversation. You have to present a feature, an advantage, and a benefit, and then back off in social just a little bit. Give them, give them a moment to process what you just gave them. Remember, because the brain is burning more calories, the brain is using more energy in survival mode, then give it some fluff to allow it to catch up with you. Then you're ready to present something else. But you have to do that. It's a stair-step process so that you do not get locked out of your buyer's brain. And here's the unfortunate thing that if you get locked out of that buyer's brain 
in a in a massive way, you're never going to get back in. No matter how much that buyer may think they like you, their brain is still going to go into survival mode whenever it perceives that you're involved. So you got to keep this in mind. You got to make sure that you don't put that password in ten times and get locked completely out of the system because it could be a permanent situation. Dean, what would you like to add? Uh, you know, uh, Mike, I think I think one of the things that we oftentimes just kind of because we think so many thoughts a day, you know, is that we forget the mental the mental component of almost everything we do because it's just so natural. And we tend to talk to everybody like we talk versus realizing that, just like you just said, that they're, there's, they're in another mode and we have to learn how to mirror that mode if we're going to have a conversation. And, and that's a mental process, a mental step. And we just often, we don't. It's so much of it is mental in the use of our brain the fascinating thing, that's no doubt about that when we talk about the brain, the fascinating thing is that we need just to be constantly reminded of. That's, I, it really is. In, in, in a sale, and that sale happens in that brain, you know, there may be a, there may be a heart and soul and, a, and a, a mathematical reason why it makes sense, but if that brain cannot that brain can't accept that as something positive, the sale will never happen. Ms. Vanessa, what would you like to add? Well, you know, I think about uh, how we often talk about our, our products, and, you know, in our group, it's different because we understand them. We know them. We talk about them every day, and it's no big thing. But when we're introducing it to somebody else, it's so easy for us to get caught up in the, in the blah, blah, blah of the product rather than really making sure that they understand what we're even saying. So um, just going back to what you and Dean said, you know, just making sure that you are speaking clearly, that you're speaking slowly, and that you're checking constantly to make sure that they're understanding what you are articulating about the importance of the product. I think it's dead on. I think it's just dead on right. One of the things, guys, one of the things I use for a gauge as I'm talking as I'm talking to customers and as I'm talking to people, even when I'm training, when I've got live people in front of me, I call it ego, and and actually it's a the letters stand for eyes glassed over. If you're talking to a buyer, if you're talking to somebody about anything, and you look, you look and see, the first thing their brain's going to do is shut their eyes, is, is shut the person you're talking to, is going to shut their eyes down. And you're going to see that glazed over look on their eyes, and you're going to, it's almost going to feel like there's nobody behind those eyes. And that's just a function of the brain protecting itself and, and so you've got to watch it. You've got to use that as your gauge a lot of times. They might get shifty so also, by the way. <laughs> that's exactly right. They'll start looking away. They won't look at you. The eyes will tell you where you're at in the deal. 
and their body language gets very fidgety as well. All right, guys, so the challenge for today is to think of what tells some of the merchants that you've talked to have given you that you didn't even think about while you were there. You've got to learn those tales. You ought to write those tales down. Keep them close to your daily record book and mark down which ones of those tales that you saw happen while you were the merchant. So with that, everybody, get excited. Let's make something happen. <laughs>